Are you a vicar? Are you in need of hair? Then try Vickers Hair, the number one provider of hair for Vickers since 1806. With over 30 styles, scents and colors to choose from, you'll be spoiled for choice. I've been a vicar for over 20 years and wouldn't dream of using anything else. Vickers Hair, because you're a vicar. Hello, I'm Dan Reeves and welcome to Very... What's that? Just... Sorry, mate. That was a coffee. I'm just moving it out of the way. Down I told you about one. keeping still. I know. I'm sorry. I'm Dan Reeves, and welcome to Very Important, Very Serious, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the online world to see what bizarre nonsense it can throw up for us. Joining me today with his hairy fleece and big red pen, it's Jeremy Paxman's swimming teacher, it's Adam Furman. Thank you very much. You've, uh, you've wormed your way into the studio once more. I slipped through the fire escape uh, when one of the staff members was having a fag. Picture you as a sort of slug-like entity coming yeah. under the gap in the door yeah, and then reforming right. into your, your human Pat Butcher-like self. It's quite a picture you're painting there. Yeah, I um, think it's the coffee. <laughs> oh, we've got a fan out there. Little girl, give her a wave. Oh, hi. Hello, yeah. how are yeah. you? Um, some young we... children behind the glass. Thank God they can't actually hear what we're saying. Can we have um, <laughs> can we have them ejected, please? Yeah, do let, do make them leave immediately. Last episode, I asked you to sing the smash hit "Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes." That's right. Yeah, and it went down an absolute storm. I had at least two people say they really enjoyed it. Really? Yep. So based on that alone, oh no, I'd like you to please give a rendition of the creepy old man's favourite "Pop Goes the Weasel." I I don't even know the lyrics. Oh, oh. Try. Okay. Um, I thought I you mean, might do this. I thought you might say, I don't, I, don't, I don't know the lyrics, mate. I can't sing it. Yeah. Here are the lyrics. Three, two, one. Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Uh, every night when I go out, that monkey's on the table. Take a stick and knock it off. Pop goes the weasel. Up and down the city road, in and out the eagle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> Very good. That? There we go. I like, again, the eye contact at the end is yeah. something that has to be it's done. Im- it's important. Should we do some office small talk? Yeah, we can do, yeah. Good weekend? Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah, not too bad, and you? Yeah, good, you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Good, you. Yeah, and you. You. Yeah, you. I'm doing well, and you? Yeah, good, you. Yeah, and you. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah you. Yeah, good, good, mate, you. Took it easy, you. Oh, uh, yeah, and you. Good. Fantastic. <laughs> I feel like I need to get that out of the way. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good. You? Yeah, and you? I'm in talks with TfL. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're going to change all the seats on the Northern Line to casts of Simon Cow's lap. That is another fantastic idea. Yeah. Also, looking at the practicalities of installing foam passenger harnesses in the shape of Trevor McDonald's arms. <laughs> just, to, just to keep people nice and safe in the seats. I've always wanted to caress Trevor McDonald's <laughs> Trevor McDonald. He was on television last night, bless him. Was he? Yeah, doddering along. Wasn't that you telling me about Trevor McDonald doing some kind of new documentary or something? He does a lot of prison documentaries for ITV. And whoever came up with that concept is a genius because you've got these often awful, terrible murderers in prison contrasted with Trevor McDonald there in his little suit he was wearing when he did News at 10. So tell me exactly what you did. How did you arrive here? Why did you kill that woman? I don't know, man. I'm just. It's a great contrast. Um, Now, like many people Mm -hmm. across the UK, one of the first things I think of when I wake up each morning is what's going on at Greg's? How are they doing? Busy? Are the takings up? Do they have enough steak and bean melts? It really concerns me. Mm. So to put this to rest and let everyone move on with their lives, it's time to find out once and for all 
what's going on at Greg's? I'm going to call a random Greg's right now and get us the answer. Fantastic. Computer, please select a random Greg's for us to call. Oh, it's ringing. It's Greg's in Leeds. <clears throat> Busy time. Yeah, it is. What what, is it? Quarter past 12. Yeah. Sausage rolls. Yeah, vegan as well now. Speaking of now. Oh, hi, is that Greg's? It is. You all right? I am, I've got um, love in my voice. Oh, no worries. What's going on? <laughs> I'm full of cold. No, not with you. What's going on at Greg's? Uh, what's going on? Yeah. We're always busy. Always busy, great. What's the what's the top selling item? <laughs> top selling item will be the vegan sausage roll. Vegan sausage roll, fantastic. What about those bean melts? Have you got enough? Um, We always have them in. Always have them in. I just need to make sure that everything is okay at Greg's, and you've you've reassured me that that is fine. So yeah, I'm going to let you good. get get on with your day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye. That was what's going on at Greg's live. Now, some people have accused this show of not being intellectually stimulating and claiming it lacks academic appeal. Who is this person? I won't name names. No. I won't name names. But the last thing we want to do is put off academics. Mm. So having taken this on board, I'm going to remedy it with a quiz. For copyright and budgetary reasons, let's play Who Wants to Win a Large Wicker Chair? Well, yeah, definitely me. Okay, you're the contestant. Yeah. So in the corner of the studio, we have a large wicker chair up for grabs. Uh, Where did that come from? I brought it in earlier. um, It's quite dusty, but it's it's very sturdy. Blow off some of the dust. Yeah. Are you excited about the big quiz? Yeah, of course. Extremely excited, mate. You sound very excited. Mm. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Question one. True or false, the theme park Alton Towers is staffed almost entirely by a group of dinner ladies known locally as the Ninnies. They like to start each day with a spotted dick breakfast and a mug of sweet tea. Well, I've been to Alton Towers. Um, that's, That's true. Think it's true? You think I, it's, they start each day with a spotted dick breakfast and a mug of sweet tea before operating some of the largest, most dangerous rides? Yeah, I know it's true. I've got friends that work there. You've got friends who are mm. din- dinner ladies? Yes, a couple. What are their names? So, Pam and... Pat. Pam and Pat. Pam and Pat. Pam and Pat, yeah. They sound like an amazing duo. No, they're great, and they um, they always treat me to a spotted dick breakfast, so I, I know that's true. Okay, um, so you're saying it's true? It's a no-brainer. Computer, please reveal the correct answer. It is true. Yes. You got it right. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Next question. The pop sensation Usher acquired his name from working as an actual Usher at the Dominion Theatre in London, where he would sell minstrels and cylinders of crisps in exchange for cheap tickets to Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah, again, true. Um, <laughs> I, I, I had a friend that knew Usher, and he was also an Usher. They used to work together at a theatre. You're um, saying it's true? I, well, I know it's true. Okay. It, it, these, these are really easy questions, mate. You, need, you should have upped your game a little bit. Well, that's a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. and obviously you do want the chair. It's actually false. He worked at the Palladium. No, you need to recheck that. No, it says here, Palladium. No. Sorry. I do want that chair. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Think about this. What does the S stand for in S Club 7? Oh, I knew this. Um, it's not shit, is it? That's, shit that's Club obvious, 7. Yeah. Pseudocreme 7. Sausage. Sausage Club 7. I just like the phrase Sausage Club 7. Salt Club 7. Yeah. Salt Club. Uh, sam- no, not Salmon. Salmon. Salmon Club 7. 
Uh, there's so Ain't many. No party like a salmon club party. <laughs> Show you how. Um, so what are we saying? What's the what are we saying? Oh, yeah, the sorry. S stands yeah. for. Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to sausage. 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 You're saying yes. sausage club seven. Yes. Computer reveal the correct answer. The S actually stands for sediment. Sediment Club 7 was founded in 1993 by three male geography teachers from Reading. Uh, really? Sediment? Sediment Club 7, yeah. I'm intrigued. Why? Okay. Three male geography teachers apparently sense, set actually. it up. I think they were bored with their, their normal jobs and said, let's set up a smash hit pop group based around sediment. Next question. It's common knowledge that TV Dragon and campsite owner Deborah Meaden will only ever eat Weetabix for breakfast. Campsite owner. But how many does she have in her bowl? Two, three, or four? Uh, she actually a campsite owner? She's known for her campsites, yeah. Okay. You know those fiberglass elephant slides yeah. at pools? Yes. She invented those. No, what? Absolutely. Has she got anything? Is she in Key Camp? She's Key Camp? She's, yeah. got, she's got a share in Key Camp. She's got a share in Key Camp. Yeah. But the, yeah, the fiberglass elephants, yeah. the mushroom tree yes. with uh, paddling pools. That's her. That's all her. Gosh. Well, it's not, she's not a mushroom tree at a paddling pool. She blows my mind. Well, she blows everyone's mind. What do we think? Okay. How right. many does she have in her bowl? Two, three, or four? She's a big girl. Um, four. I'm going to go with four. Computer, reveal the correct answer. It's a trick question. She actually eats them dry straight from the packet. Should have seen that one coming. Munching through a whole tube each morning. Yeah, yeah. Before she does Dragon's Den. Yeah, she, she's yeah. And checks on the campsites. She's always got a lot of energy. Loves playing with her nails, doesn't she? I she does. She's yeah. on edge a lot. If, yeah. I'm wondering if we zoomed in on the shots, we'd see like fragments of Weetabix from uh, picking out the Which dry bits from her teeth. Oh, or flecking off her nails. Maybe that's what Me she's doing. Mead and fleck. Mead and fleck. <laughs> Something there. <laughs> I still kind of yeah. I, I really want that mead and morning yawn. <sighs> <sighs> right. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Greg Wallace from MasterChef was once mistaken for an actual egg by Gatwick Border Security. He was compensated with what airport chocolate? Toblerone, Bounty, or M&M's? <laughs> uh, uh, I can see that happening. Um, <laughs> um, can I find a friend? You want to find a friend? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Let's. Uh, who, who do you want to call? I want to call Greg's. Okay, let's, let's get Greg's on the line. Ah. Speaking. How can I help? Oh, hello again. It's uh, it's Dan from earlier. We spoke about. Hiya. Ah, you're right. Now listen, Hiya, I've got. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I've got Adam here on the line. He's uh, right. one question away from winning a large wicker chair, but he needs your help with this question. Can you help him out? Um, sure. Okay, so I'm going to put you over to Adam. He's going to read the question, and you need to tell him what you think is the right answer. You've got 30 seconds. Okay. Hello there. Um, right. So, this is the question. Greg Wallace from MasterChef was once mistaken for an actual egg by Gatwick Border Security. He was compensated with what airport chocolate? Is it Toblerone, Bounty, or M&M's? I'll say Toblerone. Thank you very much. Okay, thanks so much. Thank you, Greg's. Bye-bye. Wow, she knew that straight away. She was on fire. Greg. I, I mean, are you gonna are you gonna go with that? Of course, it's Greg's. So, computer, please reveal the correct answer. Yes. She was right. Oh, God bless Greg's. And they come through every time. She's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Well, okay, let's look at the final scores on the doors for this. That's definitely a term used on who wants to win a wicker chair. Scores. You have. You've won the wicker chair. Yes. Okay, can I sit in it now? Yeah, do you want to sit in it? Yeah, just give me one second. Okay. Adam's sitting in the chair just to try it out. It's very ergonomic. Okay, yeah, fine. Good. Excellent. 
I'm very happy with that chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's have a look at some Amazon reviews. This is for artificial scented rose petals. One star, smells so bad. Bought these thinking I'd make Valentine's Day a little special. Opened them up and oh God, they smell like a hamster and a fish had a baby oh. and lived in a cage that wasn't cleaned for three weeks. Now my hands and house smell like it too. Instantly paints a picture. Of a hamster fucking a fish. Yeah. And also the smell. What was that again? That's... They smell like a hamster and a fish had a baby and lived in a cage that wasn't cleaned for three weeks. Oh, yes. what... mm. Hamsters have a particular smell and it smells like... Do you know what fake tan smells like? It's a very odd, like, synthetic... Yeah. Almost like a sort of urine-soaked wood, mm. in a way. It's an odd smell. It is, yeah, it's like kind of farm farmyardish. Farmyard smells. Farmyard smell. I'm imagining this person putting these down on, on like, a hotel bed or something for a romantic night and it filling the air with a, with a thick smell of hamster and fish. Oh, yeah. I, what can you say to that? I mean, that's absolutely foul. <laughs> This is recent as well. Really? February 14th, 2019. Wow. G good luck to him. It's all yeah, nice absolutely. Though. This review is for Durex Play Sweet Strawberry Lube 60ml. Mm. I ran out of strawberry jam and so used this and put it in the kids' rice pudding. They couldn't tell the difference and they're pretty intelligent kids. Unreal. You've got to question your parenting skills when you're, you know, rummaging around for lube to put it in your kids' porridge. No, that's... You just know it would probably slip down the throat a lot quicker. If I was a child and my mum put lube in my porridge, I'd detect it straight away, even from a young age. It would slip, I don't think that's because yeah. I was surrounded by lube as a child. Well, you never know. Are you trying to make your kids eat porridge quicker? Try lubing it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, let's move on to another review. Mm -hmm. This is for a big bag of marshmallows. I use these marshmallows to fill the pillows that I sleep on. Not only are they soft and create a tempur like effect, but there's nothing better than waking up in the middle of the night with an easily accessible snack. Blimey. I mean, what? that's practical. Are they setting an alarm to wake up in the middle of the night for, for a marshmallow snack, just to reach around and grab? Or are they, are they just getting a massive bag, like an industry-sized bag of marshmallows and, sleep. and yeah. putting their head on that? That's good. That's what you do. Don't bother with the pillowcase. Just sleep straight on, yeah. on the catering bag of marshmallow. Yeah, well, I've, I've had to. Um, you know, memory foam pillows are too expensive. <laughs> Just buy a big catering bag of marshmallows or flumps. Yeah, literally. I mean, if you had the choice, forget marshmallows, what else could you put in your pillow that's soft and could be a snack? Maybe some soft cheese, some borsan, a borsan pillow. Mm. Herby borsan. Be a bit messy. It would uh. be. Unless you had a sort of a Ziploc pillow. Mm. We spoke about pillows turning brown. Yeah, that's horrible. So if you if you're filling it with brie well, or you, a borsan, yeah, I mean, usually it's the it's the sweat through the night, isn't it? It stains the under, not the, not the actual yep. pillowcase, but the yeah. underneath. And you take the pillowcase off, and there's just like a brown stain. Yeah, tea stain. It looks like a child has tried to sort of age an A4 document for primary school, but it's in fact just sort of months of your own mm. sweat. I thought I just had some sort of dirty evening. <laughs> I got shocked. Let's move on to some news. Tinder-inspired app sees farmers match cows. Farmers are using an app inspired by Tinder to match up potential partners for their cattle. The app, called Tudder, <laughs> sees farmers swipe through photos right for yes, left for no, until they find a match. Matching livestock online is even easier than it is to match humans, said a spokesman. Is this real? It's real. It's called Tudder. Tudder. I'm, I was confused oh. at first. I had to reread it. Yeah. Because I thought it was... It sounds bad, but I thought it was farmers matching themselves to cows. 
but that's wrong. That's not what it is. It's farmers sort of matching cows to cows. Oh, right. No, I did think it was farmers reaching out for a, for cattle. Yeah, for a, a cattle partner. It's not. It's clever what they've done. So it's like an amalgamation of Tinder and Udder. Yeah, and I wonder what the logo is. Probably just a big Udder. Just a big, yeah. Like yeah. a hairy Udder. Oh. And like a, maybe a high-end illustration of an Udder mm. in a circle. I mean, maybe we could actually have someone draw one up for us. Yeah. I'd like some, Anyone I, out there? Anyone's got any visuals of what a Tudder logo would look We're like? We're looking for Udder art. Email in. What's the, what are they putting on the profiles? Just pictures or some kind of bio, potentially? Um, probably, I mean, I'd like to see what the face of each cow looks like. Yeah. Just see their disposition. Yeah. Get a feel for the, the cattle. Yeah. Um, what kind of field do they like being enclosed in? Mm. Do they like a standard kind of wood and wire fence or do they prefer a stone wall, a yeah. dry stone wall? Yeah, important questions to ask. Yeah. Um, I might give this a go when I get up to the north again. What, try and match yourself with a cow? Yeah. <laughs> this is very important. World's biggest bee found alive. The giant bee, which is as long as an adult's thumb, was found on an Indonesian island. It was absolutely breathtaking to see this flying bulldog of an insect, said Clay Bolt, <laughs> who took the first photo. <laughs> bulldog bee. <laughs> it's just such a good way to just... <laughs> I knew that I'd get you. Such a good say way it, to describe a bit. Say it again, mate. It was absolutely breathtaking to see this flying bulldog of an insect. <laughs> I'm picturing a bee with the face of, of a bulldog. Yeah, yeah flying through the air. Oh. And it's fucking huge. And people are ducking and diving out the way. <laughs> Fuck it down! <laughs> <laughs> How? Uh, <laughs> fuck! It stung me, the cunt! That's, yeah. The size of an adult's thumb as well. That's a naughty bee. The giant bulldog bee flies around the Indonesian <laughs> island looking for a mate. Um, this is good. A spray tanning boss has been branded disgusting for messaging a customer to say she'd be charged extra for being bigger than her usual clients. This is an extract from an Instagram conversation. Hey girl, I noticed you didn't have a price list on your Insta. Was wondering how much for the one hour express spray tan. Hey hun, it's $35 for one hour. I just had a look at your Instagram. Wondering what size you are. Oh. I'm a size 10 to 12. Why, why is that? Oh, my regular clients are a max size 8. It'll be $20 extra as there's more surface area, if you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> oh, I love that she's what? surface area. <clears throat> that's the best bit of the term. That's the term used for the tarmac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's it going to cost to do with that playground, mate? Ooh, it's a big surface area. <laughs> Not a spray tanning person. I mean, she, she could back up by just saying, you know, we'll, we'll have a stop clock. Yeah. And um, it, yeah, see how long it takes to actually do you. Yeah. And there is a, a, a limited time for a yeah. particular person. And once that canister of brown muck runs out, yeah. if we have to use another one, you get in charge. There you go. Don't sort of, you know, yeah. shame her on that. Now, he's known primarily for his peddling of vitamins and pushing pants onto the general public. Oh, yes. But he's less well known for his vast knowledge of useful home tips. It is, of course, male model David Gandhi with his latest handy Gandhi tips. Shall we have a listen? I'm always eager to know what Gandhi's got to say. Okay, over to you, David Gandhi. Hey up, it's male model David Gandhi here with a handy Gandhi tip. Are your brass door handles looking mucky and faded? Grab a dry dishcloth and some beeswax and start rubbing. It's a hard old slog, but a bit of elbow grease and a cheerful ditty will see them shiny and new in no time. Bye for now. 
Uh, always blowing my mind, Gandhi. Yeah, he's a busy, busy man. I don't know how he fits that in through all his, uh, his, his stuff on the boat in that nice little harbour. He's modern day Gandhi. Modern Gandhi. He's got another one. Shall we, shall we hear? Uh, please. Over to David Gandhi. Hey up, it's male model David Gandhi here with a handy Gandhi tip. Is your washing line starting to sag? Find a tall bit of bamboo cane from your veg patch and use it as a prop. Your neighbour may think you've lost your marbles, but that's Jean for you. She'll never learn to just mind her own f- business. Bye for now. Has he been in my back garden? <laughs> I, I have a bamboo cane and I have a neighbour called Jean. But is she minding her own business? No, she's not. Well, he sounds furious at Jean. Yeah. So we are coming to the end of this week's episode. Thank you for listening and thank you as always to Adam Furman. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Now, say goodbye as Jeremy Paxman's swimming teacher. That was him underwater. (laughs) Do join us again next time for a load more nonsense. Goodbye.